0: Jamie Lee Gonzalez and you're listening to the Engaged Citizen X podcast. This episode I'm in conversation with the BC-based street performer Akoti, also known as Davis Steele, also known as the composer of the music for this podcast. Um, he plays these really ambient loops uh, and he kind of couples that with his ability to create multimedia content and it's really unique and interesting. So before the interview I'm going to give you a little sample of one of his tracks.
1: My name is Davis Steele and as an artist I am Akoti.
0: Yeah why don't you tell me a little bit about the Akoti project and how it came about and came to be.
1: The Akoti project is kind of like um, a street performance project I would say that is kind of also starting to be more than just street performance. I used to play in a band as you know and um I always just found myself like playing our songs on the street because that was how I loved to play the songs. I I found like playing on the street had this different dynamic, um, and a different connection that, that came about, um, with it. So then naturally when we stopped playing as a band, I kept playing on the street and then I just started playing more of my own songs. And then, um, yeah, so that's kind of where, where it came from. And then I was kind of doing, like, some photography. I was starting out with some photography and doing a lot of, like, writing, like, fiction writing. Um, so that I was kind of trying to, like, tie it all in, which was really weird. And then I kind of stopped trying to do that <laughs> because it was too difficult. So now I, it's just music again. Basically, it's 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 just becoming a thing of its own. It's not necessarily just street performance. I'm no. also doing some, like, production. and. Yeah music videos and things like that yeah
0: yeah it seems like you're still getting a lot of the photography and like multimedia um sort of side of the project with your work with Kayla too
1: yeah it seems like yeah so I've been trying to like Obviously, so my girlfriend, Kayla Sullivan, is, uh, Kayla Lee Artistry is her She's so lit. Little <laughs> plug. Um, yeah, she, she is kind of like a photography mentor for me. And then mm-hmm. I also kind of like got into film. And film, we we're kind of like learning together because we both don't have a background there. So, but she has photography. So that's a helpful starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I do a, I do a lot of the editing and she does a lot of the shooting because mm-hmm. she obviously has that technical skill built in. Um, so that's been kind of fun because we get to collaborate in a really kind of natural way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's where the multimedia is coming in. Though I, I do still get to practice the photography, but more like the post yeah. side of it. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I feel like though the a lot of your online presence um, with this project still comes across as very um, like multimedia because I think of the work you're doing together. I don't know if that's something that you're totally aware of, but like, yeah, through your social media, it seems like a very multimedia project, but that's just because you guys are collaborating so kind of seamlessly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's unintentional and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's more natural and just like, yeah, but that's cool. I mean, I think we like to think, like Kayla and I like to think of like every aspect of everything as the whole the whole package, the mm-hmm. whole art form. Whereas, like before, when I was just doing music, I didn't really think of like the social media presence as like an a form of the art. But it actually, it it, it more is now. Like everything that I post is like pretty uh, conscious. I would say of yeah. like who I am as an artist. But like it's an aesthetic, right? And mm-hmm. the aesthetic is the art form, and that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, we should give uh, some. Give the listeners some background as to like how we know each other, yeah. Um, Because we kind of go way back now. We do, and uh, in this very room that we're sitting in, (laughs) potentially, I don't know. I definitely fell asleep in here drunk a few times. I (laughs) know you've been there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I think we both did it at one point. (laughs) And and now here we are being very like Like, sober and doing an interview, trying to be.
0: i don't know articulators. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i guess we kind of found each other like strangely again like yeah. after high school we kind of like disappeared just like mm-hmm. every other person from high school for yeah. like two years or three yeah. years and then like randomly and this has happened with a few people is like you kind of find yourself after high school mm-hmm. and you figure out what you're doing and then you figure out that there were other people that from high school that kind of found themselves in a similar place Mm -hmm. and then you naturally come across each other and you're like well this is weird but
0: i can't even remember how it is we came across each other again maybe just i I have no idea. Like I can't even what place the specific it. But moment was yeah. I me mean, neither. But, but it I'm... had to do with film and yeah. music. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it started because <laughs> I made some music videos for you guys. I guess I would or... say that was a pretty like that uh... was like an integral moment. Yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah. You can check that out on YouTube. Probably still. I'll oh
1: yeah. The video is a... doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like my most watched video ever. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, and I feel like um, both of us. Even though we don't, like, hang out all the time, I feel like we're both kind of evolving in similar ways and trying to create art and create content that's, yeah, who 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 we are and what we believe in. And I feel like we kind of keep coming back to work together in some capacity you guys also might recognize uh the name because davis made the music for the podcast or composed the music for the podcast so yeah yeah is it
1: my name or is it a cody oh it's probably davis Steele. it's you know
0: what i think i updated it
1: oh really yeah like i was gonna say i don't think a cody existed but it didn't but then i
0: like revamped the website and whatever and i think i made a link to that to the um, Facebook page for Cody nice. yeah I'm
1: official
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um which is cool yeah. um and uh, yeah it just felt kind of natural to to come back and actually interview you because you're doing a lot of cool things and you're you know I think also the idea of starting from a place of like street performance is like a directly community engaged um activity uh how how is that like that public facing work where you're not like people aren't paying to show up for something so you're just like you're in the public sphere um just by placing yourself there yeah how's that
1: uh really cool yeah I mean I like I said I like it way better than playing in venues the money thing is something maybe I can touch on later because that's interesting it's not always it, like the I'll come back to that okay. but the the actual experience of of playing on the street is um, perhaps most empowering because people don't realize how much they, they need music. Um, and I don't want to like put myself on a pedestal by saying that, but not, not my music, but just music in general in our lives. Like we walk around every day with headphones in our ears, mm-hmm. trying to activate everything around us to bring everything meaning. We're trying to bring meaning into things constantly with our headphones, Um, maybe we're just trying to block the world out because we want to be antisocial, but I like to think (laughs) that we're trying to activate, um, kind of our walk of life when we're doing it. Mm So when I'm, when I'm out there performing for people, I feel like I'm, I'm giving that to them. They don't have to search for it. It's just there. Mm -hmm. So they walk into a park or they walk, uh, into a courtyard or something. And this, the space is just like alive already. They've, they don't have to, attempt to do anything to it they're just there they can just be in it it's it's super interesting because um i mean obviously if you're just hanging out in a place not doing anything um you you don't interact with the people in it all the time but when i'm there performing people come up to me all the time right and they just start conversations and they wonder why i'm doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. and and it, it's just it's about making connections and um bringing joy into people's lives when when you don't when you don't even know them or any you know it's mm-hmm. just it just feels so good it feels like just so so purposeful like I wouldn't want to do anything else mm-hmm. um and then and then the money comes after and like if it does that's great but the interesting thing is I find when you play in a venue people like they, they have to give you ten dollars or whatever that's like the the door <laughs> price but I don't ask for anything when I'm playing and people will give me so much money it's ridiculous like way more than I would ever charge for a ticket I'm like don't give me that like and they're like no I want to give you this like you deserve this like you're worth this and they give me something and I'm just like okay but and it it, it kind of like it makes you feel good about earning that money. Whereas sometimes when you're playing in a venue, you're like, oh, well, I have to collect all this money off these people and they don't even watch the show. Yeah. They don't even care. So yeah. it it kind of, um, puts a little more meaning be, behind, um, what you do end up receiving. Yeah. In terms of, mm, that's in terms interesting. Of yeah. Cause it's always kind of weird. Like, you know, earning money off your gigs and things, so totally. I find it's a lot more of an authentic way to make yeah. a living, yeah, um is you're really like making a difference for people, and people really want to give to mm-hmm. you totally, than, yeah, I don't know in a in a way, it feels like less like charity, even though you might think like giving the money to the person on the street as like charity or whatever, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels really purposeful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like your music makes a connection to somebody to the point where they like stop and stop like what they're doing. A lot of times people are like walking past or moving through a space or whatever. Right. And to, to hold somebody's um, attention because you're creating art in front of them is pretty cool. And I think like people also value, um, yeah, like the content that artists create and when they do that, like it's nice to be, yeah, paid. It's,
1: it's that, <laughs> totally. It's insane to think how many people actually do value art. Yeah, um, when you get out there and you and you bring it to them, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe not all of the people that pass me, but like more than I would have expected. Yeah, in our society, there's yeah. a lot of people that that love art. Yeah. and want to show it and want to support you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. cool
0: that's cool are there tough days are they like really tough days to be out there Uh,
1: i don't know i don't think so i can't think of what a tough busking day is because honestly like if like maybe it rains but i Mm. i would avoid going out if like i thought it was going to rain Mm -hmm. um but like if no one says anything or no like it's st- you're just there playing music right? yeah you're so, just like
0: outside playing music
1: yeah yeah i guess if someone came up i remember one time this is not a busking experience mm-hmm. but this is <laughs> my band was just like playing on a ferry like you know how you can go up top mm-hmm. on the ferry outside and we were just doing like a vocal warm-up because we were like gonna play a show in victoria and so we were like playing like the choruses of our songs and some guy came up to us and he was like you guys need to stop playing this music because i'm trying to have a relaxing time on the (laughs) thing and and we were just like what like wow we must like really not be killing it right now because (laughs) that's like so insulting um i've never had that happen when busking but i imagine if that happened that would constitute a bad day
0: okay yeah yeah (laughs) that's what i was like you know maybe I can't imagine somebody being like, you know, stop what you're doing. This isn't great or whatever. (laughs) Like, people generally like music and I don't know. I don't know.
1: I feel like I should um, disclose that I do get kicked out of places sometimes. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's it's usually private property. And like... As long as I'm not snarky about it, they're yeah. actually like super cool. They always say, like, wow, we really appreciate you mm-hmm. being here, but like, you can't be here. So, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh man. To, like, to touch on the like fun, like p- getting paid thing, yeah. I went to like a metal show at the Astoria. Earlier this week, actually. And it was great. Like, it was a good enough show. I, I I had a good time and the music was cool and whatever. But it was, like, 25 bucks at the Astoria, yeah. which feels pretty harsh because it's, like, in a neighborhood that can't, like, if your residents in the neighborhood can't really, like, afford to go to the show. Like, right, I yeah. feel like you're missing the purpose of connecting to the community that you're playing in. Right, um,
1: yeah. Be I mean, that's a really controversial it is subject, i know right? i bet <laughs> like everybody's
0: gonna slam me for <laughs> saying that
1: shit but i don't care yeah yeah i don't know i mean it's i
0: mean i b- also believe that like artists should get paid and that you you know that your work has value no matter what you're doing yeah but then like if you're gonna charge 25 bucks like pick a different venue that's not in the downtown east side like come <laughs> on <laughs> and totally then it's like understand. well yeah but then it's like well the story is where you go see metal shows so like i understand like both sides of the argument like there's not a lot of venues well, that's not true. There's a lot of cool places in Vancouver now. Um, but they're you know it could be argued that the Astoria is like the place to go for metal shows. In, yeah, for in, cheaper yeah
1: the, yeah, the lower end mm-hmm, cost. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: totally.
1: I, I think what you said about like for the actual like the the community right around the venue. If yeah. they're being excluded, well that's kind of like their venue. That's kind of weird. So
0: totally. And I think even I think that especially in neighborhoods um like like, in the inner city and stuff, that we, there should be always, like, a neighborhood resident sort of discount or option or whatever. Like, I just think that if we're going into the spaces that are really, like, those are their only accessible spaces, and then we're excluding the residents of that space, like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me, and it's not, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those guys, I... I, like, I was pretty critical of, like, the guys in the band because they just had, like, a shit attitude. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. It was bit,
1: a bad experience. Uh, like, their music was cool. Like, it was okay. great.
0: But, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm always going into, like, social situations, like, hypercritical.
1: But yeah.
0: Um, so I'm not always the best one to, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, to take my opinion at review a social yeah event. exactly
1: <laughs> yeah no it's okay that's not what we're doing here, yeah right. exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that there's something really like uh, like fucking like poignant about the pay what you can like street performance where you're engaging community um and still also enjoying yourself and like maybe sometimes making money and that's cool too um, yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I guess that's the uh outlet that gives me the liberty to be uh pay what you want artist. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did they didn't ask to have music in their days, so mm-hmm. if they don't want it they don't have to. Yeah. To give me
0: anything. Totally. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. It is like I don't know. I also do a lot of things that are like, you know, pay what you can or buy donation and like a lot of my community work is also in that way, so I'm like usually pretty pushy about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I f- I feel like like <laughs> artists always have artist friends so we're always trying mm-hmm. to make it a budget yeah and like, whatever do trades yeah.
0: And, yeah totally yeah. i agree i mean <laughs> i'm still doing it all the time um what do you think is like in the future
1: yeah that's a hard question because i have no idea yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um fair. yeah I, I i think like i've i've so far done a very terrible job of predicting my future mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. which i'm okay with um i think if i could totally predict um my future that my life would be rather dry and boring yeah. if i if i knew exactly what was coming and and there are things that i hope for the future um i hope that i continue playing music and i know mm-hmm. i will um i'm i'm currently in a teaching certificate program at sfu to teach high school so that's going to be in my future if I you know if I get through the program knock on wood but (laughs) um, that will be there Mm -hmm. um and and while I do that I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to balance um that workload and that um responsibility because it is a pretty large responsibility to be Mm -hmm. a high school teacher Mm -hmm. because you have so many kids that are that are counting on you to to just be there for them mm-hmm. um so that could turn into a lot of extra hours where i'm not expecting it um it's not necessarily a nine-to-five job mm-hmm. which is maybe what uh an artist on the side needs yeah, but um yeah. we'll see how it goes i'm hoping to bring music into that job a lot yeah. so um yeah i mean i'm I'm hoping that that the two two uh things can can have like walk parallel lines Mm -hmm. in the future um but there will be there will be music i've i've tried to not tried to but i've i've gone through times in my life where i haven't been doing music and i get really low yeah um and then music pulls me out of it when i get back into it so i know that that's going to have to be a constant in my life Mm -hmm. um how much of it i don't i don't know or what kind of Projects I'm going to take on, I really don't know. But I I am really enjoying what I'm doing right now. And I'm going to keep trying to keep it alive. And the really great thing about teaching is that it's going to open up the um, summers for me. Mm -hmm. Where I'm hoping that I can, like, go hard at it, you know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Get back on the road and um, play across the country or across other countries. and, Mm -hmm. And really start, like, bringing my music out of this community again and and to other people yeah um so those aren't plans those are ideas yeah of course (laughs) yeah
0: that's cool um do you want to talk about uh your sort of evolution of your music because i feel like your style has changed a lot but yeah yeah i feel like this sort of more solo work is really for me it feels really introspective um
1: yeah
0: i don't know though
1: I don't know either though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I I yeah. I um I would say I'm trying a lot of new things right mm-hmm. now. Um and that I don't necessarily know what the direction is again. I didn't like mm-hmm. not, not planning anything here, but um but there seems to be like two or three different um paths that I'm discovering. And mm-hmm. one is kind of like a very like Um, wholesome sound like with the flute and the acoustic guitar and all that and um, I like that it works really well on the street and I think that's kind of why I've been exploring that territory because like you really you really can't go wrong like it it sounds really great in nature and in a community just like really wholesome ambient sounds Mm -hmm. that like are family friendly like and they draw kids in, and kids are so great because they have like no expectations. Yeah. So they're just like so down with yeah. um, with hearing the music and the like out where they are and dancing in front of people and like yeah. And with little kids, when they come up to me and yeah. they, they, you don't know, quite know how how to have a conversation with them um, because. Uh, communication can be, like, very limited (laughs) and awkward. (laughs) I just give them an instrument and they Oh, it's the best. Yeah, and then, you know, that's all you need to do. They just start playing it and they're, like, so... You know, they don't... You give an instrument to an adult and they're, like, I don't know how to play this. (laughs) You give it to a kid and they just start playing it. Fuck. And they don't know how to play it, but they just start playing playing it. it. This is a beautiful thing about children.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. One of my really good friends, Will, he... um... Like, we have some jam nights and we talk about this all the time. Like, he's just kind of like one of our jam nights. Uh, we were singing a song about how Will has no shame because he's just playing whatever <laughs> instrument. Like, he just commits yeah. to this, like, yeah, freedom. And he actually, like, is good. He, he does really well.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You can't get good without, like, sucking first. Yeah, you know? it's I just... think that was Dave Grohl that said that. <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs> Stephen King said something, like, kind of the opposite, basically. He was like you can't be a shit writer like you can't be a bad writer and never become a great writer you have to at least be a good writer or something like i'm very Um, generally paraphrasing and i was like i don't believe that like (laughs) yeah like i think that he just doesn't fucking remember being like nine years old and being a shit writer
1: yeah (laughs) i still feel like a shit writer yeah
0: right
1: yeah um and then um i also like really like what's happening right now with electronic music because Mm -hmm. I find it just opens up music in such a, such a crazy way. Like it's like a, a revolution of music because it's, it can, you can now go anywhere. I mean, electronic music has been around for many, many decades now. Um, but it's now very popular and people are, a lot of people everywhere, like kids in their bedrooms, with their laptops are experimenting and discovering new sounds and yeah. new, um, it's just like a whole new world of composition, electronic music. So. Yeah. I'm going to, I have been kind of experimenting there and it would be cool if I could bring them together, um, in terms of like introspectiveness, I don't, I don't know, maybe it is, maybe it's just because I'm not collaborating so much, so everything's like intensely personal, um, yeah,
0: that's pretty cool though,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, all the lyrics are like mine now, whereas before they were, Mm -hmm. they were Adam's Mm -hmm. and mine, yeah, and yeah and some of spencers and jacks too from the band yeah. um now it's just all me so i think yeah it's, it's going to be personal yeah which is cool it's really cool i think <laughs> it's
0: like really powerful what you're doing yeah it's neat thank you yeah um and you just released a new song right yeah yeah okay
1: those yeah. lyrics weren't mine That's, that i was, was <laughs> gonna say i was like wait
0: there's one song that
1: Totally, yeah. Oh man, I totally slighted Christina there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my friend Christina um was she wanted to tell her girlfriend that she loved her. And um she sent me a text and she was like, Oh, like we should write a song to do it And I was like, That's crazy because I'm getting brought into this totally like personal thing of <laughs> <Yeah. at> hers. <laughs> but then like it was chill. She's like so funny, so She just sent me the lyrics and we just started like writing back and forth, um, online, which is kind of like a different way of doing it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like send her snippets and she would comment and send me new lyrics and then, so that was a new collaborative process Mm. that I think actually turned out very well. Neat. Um, it was cool. I mean, Christina doesn't claim to be musical at all, but, um, her lyrics were like very musical. So Mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Um. that's
0: very cool is there anything you'd want to say anything else you want to add anything you want to plug
1: um Mm. yeah i would say just like if if you care for for some music like give me a follow because i'm gonna be like posting all sorts of crazy stuff in the future i don't mm -hmm. know what it's gonna be but i can i can feel that things are coming so yeah just if you if you want to follow me do it because i'm i'm out there
0: do you ever like post <laughs> beforehand before going out somewhere or do you just show up
1: like could oh, people like ever actually like playing on the yeah. street yeah i i've been trying to post to my um facebook group so i have like a yeah um uh, yeah i guess you call it like a private group mm-hmm. rather than my page mm-hmm. and i made that because facebook is really lame yeah, and doesn't let us access the people that follow us so yeah. in a group Um, everybody that is in the group can see my posts. I don't have to pay anything to have them see it. So that's called Ekoti from the Roots. Um, and that's where I usually post like, oh, I'm going out today. I don't do it enough. I often just go out and don't post. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Social media is fucking hard. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you and Kayla are doing really well with it. Um, and I'm like a little bit, uh, in awe of it which is yeah
1: I've never been good at social media before um but Kayla's trying to like coach me a little bit yeah yeah she's really good at it she's crazy good at it um yeah and and it's so I've just been like uh bundling content (laughs) is basically what I've been doing yeah and then um and then I never feel behind the ball with it like I'll spend like two or three days a month making content yeah and then the rest of it I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, what I post, the words I post, are always like true to the day and yeah, the moment. The, but moment. The, mm-hmm. the photos, are, the videos, are always made in advance. So yeah, that's
0: yeah, a really smart way to do it. I, I definitely feel like I'm struggling with social media, also because I have like too many projects. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't really know how to navigate it. Or
1: yeah, it's it's totally challenging. I don't. It's actually quite simple. It is. But for some reason.
0: But they're putting up a lot of barriers.
1: Oh, yeah. In in terms of like, um, what do you call them? Uh, Algorithms and that sort of stuff that I don't understand, but Kayla tells me about. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't understand it, so I couldn't talk about it. Yeah. But it does sound complex.
0: Yeah, it seems like the worst.
1: Yeah. But in terms of like, I mean, just posting every day, it's actually quite a simple process. Mm -hmm. But it's like, how do you motivate yourself to get in front of a screen for like half an hour a day and think of something quality to to post Um, totally yeah but i think that it comes down to like just having a a real message something that you want to share every day it's true and also it's it's kind of a hard barrier to get over to think that people out there actually want to read your post yeah totally that's a weird one Mm -hmm. and then like um once you start just giving a positive message on a consistent basis you find that people do want to read those posts yeah. and it's super weird so then that's kind of a hurdle to jump yeah but then you do it and it, it actually feels good mm. it's weird when social media feels good because it usually feels bad totally
0: yeah <laughs> but it is like those quantifiable likes that are like really pleasing like you're like look how many people like engage oh, with yeah. what i put out there in a that's sense serotonin really, so. oh
1: <laughs> love that
0: <laughs> yeah. cool um that's all i got
1: yeah i can't say i have much more
0: cool that thanks <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>